NFL quarterback Andrew Luck possibly missing out on $500 million, according to the owner of his team, the Indianapolis Colts. But is he really missing out? Should Andrew Luck have FOMO? That and special guest Roger Whitney, the retirement answer man, on today's Money with Friends. Welcome to Money with Friends podcast, coming to you from Detroit, Michigan, where we make the Stacky Benjamin Show at my mom's half-finished basement. I'm Joe Salcihai. Coming to you from blazing hot Fort Worth, Texas, <laughs> I am Roger Whitney, the retirement answer man. This is the money news show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders like Roger from across the financial landscape. We break them down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. And now we do it for you six days a week, all in about 15 minutes a day. Today's show is brought to you by M1 Finance, the one finance account that does it all invest borrow spend not a big fan of the borrow part but i love the fact that on m1 finance you set up pies and we'll talk about that a little bit more in the show but to just see how it works head to m1 finance excuse me head to stackybenjamins.com forward slash m the number one finance that's how they actually thank us uh for sending you their way if you decide to use their product so please use our link if you'd like to Keep the show going, stackybenjamins.com forward slash M1 Finance. We have Mr. Roger Whitney, the retirement answer man with us today. How are you, man? I'm excited about this story. You know, football has been very, very good to me. You remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Saturday Night Live. This is a good story. I think this is a really good story. That's going back in lessons to be learned. Going back in the day. I think there are a lot of lessons and they're not immediately apparent. So let's get into it. Let's see which friend is going to help us kick off the show today. Just when you thought the show couldn't possibly get better, it's time for your headlines. All right, today's piece that Roger and I are talking about comes to us from Bleacher Report. We're going to talk about NFL football. And even if you're not a football fan, hang on, guys, because I think this is a good one. Colts owner Jim Ursay says Andrew Luck is giving up nearly $500 million by retiring. This piece is written by Kyle Newport. Kyle writes, between Andrew Luck's contract and potential future earnings, Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ursay estimates the quarterback is walking away from a half billion dollars by retiring at age 29 per Mike Garofolo of NFL Network. Luck piled up more than $97.1 million in on-field earnings during his seven-year NFL career per spot track. He has three years remaining on the six-year $140 million deal he signed in June 2016. Had he played out his contract, he would have been eligible to sign a new one at age 32. That would have put him in line for at least one mega deal had he continued to perform at a high level. Given that both the New England Patriots, Tom Brady, and the New Orleans Saints, Drew Brees, are playing into their 40s and have shown few signs of slowing, Luck's potentially walking away from more than a decade's worth of pay. At the time Luck signed his lucrative extension 2016, he was the highest paid player in NFL history. Listen to this, Rogers. Average annual salary was 23.2. 
uh, $3 million. I know you, it's a nice start. You can't live on that, but that's okay. 23.3. That's the 12th now in the NFL per over the cap. Five quarterbacks are going to make more than $30 million in 2019. Seattle Seahawks' Russell Wilson leads the way at $35 million. Lots of money here on the table, Roger. But That is a lot of money, right? But I guess it's all relative to what you have already. Is more always the answer? I mean, I think that's really what this story is about. That actually is is mine because immediately Jim Irsay gives him a little bit of FOMO. Hey, man, you're missing out on a ton of cash. And I feel like, and to get this away from the NFL a lot, this is what people do when they want you to do something that you might not want to do, right? They say, hey, we'll pay you X amount of money that's more than you expected. You really need to be on board with this. It always happens. I mean, it happens in corporate America. It happens in uh, almost any industry. It's a carrot, right? The, you know, you, the companies have a carrot or the stick. In most corporations, the carrot is always more money. And in the corporation standpoint, it's stock options. It's you know the golden handcuffs. And I've dealt with situations where people had to determine, do I retire or do I leave that much money on the table? And sometimes it was a million plus. And it's interesting. It's a very interesting human experiment. I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting ready to interview uh, a woman, uh, uh, Colleen uh, Bordeaux for Stacking Benjamins. Actually, later on today as we're recording this, she quotes in her new book, this study about people on their deathbed. And the number one regret people have on their deathbed is that they didn't live a more authentic life. They they did what they thought other people wanted them to do instead of what they themselves wanted to do. Yeah, they, a lot of that comes from the work, and I can't recall her name, but an Australian nurse, hospice nurse. That wrote it's exactly who it was. It's exactly yeah. who it was. Yeah. Um, and it's it's an it's an important thing to consider because it's you know when you're younger and I mean how old is he? We're not talking retirement age here. He's twenty nine. Twenty nine. That's a big boy decision to put his body and his family first, realizing that he has enough money. It's easy for him to make that decision though, because he's made ninety-seven million dollars yeah, exactly. already. But 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 and don't get me wrong, I mean, I'm saying that on one hand, but on the other hand, this is the reason why we see even, you know, not just with the fire movement, right? This financial independence retire early movement, but this is the reason to get your finances in order at an early age so you can make these decisions that maybe are more in line with your values. Well, I mean, let's equate that to uh, MC Hammer, who went through hundreds of millions of dollars and went broke. Uh, he would, if he would have been offered uh, a new, another lucrative record deal, even if he didn't have another song in him, he would have felt he the would, pressure to say yes. Had to take it, right? Right. Well, and right. I feel like that's why some of the rock and roll acts still go out on the road, right? You're like, really? You wonder about that, right? You wonder. I think some of that too is, and it'll be interesting to see how Andrew Luck manages this beyond the money thing is most likely rock and roll people for sure. That that's been his identity for his entire, you know, a life. Most part, he's probably been a football star and in that, in that identity forever. And some people can't give up that identity. That's why you see people come out of retirement, Muhammad Ali, another 
and their sports figures come out because that's who they are. They don't know who they are beyond that. So it'll be interesting to see his journey as a person, not identify himself as a star quarterback. Well, and let's talk about that for a second, because as you know, being the retirement answer man, this is where the difficulty really starts for Andrew, isn't it? Yeah, because he's he's not going to be in the spotlight. He's going to be daddy or husband and friend, and he's not going to be special in the in the public's view anymore, not as much. And that can be difficult. It can be difficult for somebody who works at a corporation who's I am CEO of blah, blah, blah. You know, you see those people when they retired, they, you know, 10 years later, oh, who are you? Oh, I'm a retired CEO. They can't get beyond that identity of who they are. And that's not a healthy way. So it'll be interesting to see how he manages that. Well, you see people, I mean, I really feel like um, from interviews lately with Jon Stewart, as an, as an example, when Jon Stewart gave up his show, he was young guy prime of his career said nope don't need to do the daily show anymore walked away and now you really get the feeling that he kind of wants it back you also kind of get that feeling a little bit from david letterman don't you with his his netflix special and his you know all this other stuff that he's done lately i feel like sometimes how do you know i think that's why people work too long it's because they feel like they're going to be that person who who retires and then goes man it was too much of my identity i wish i would have stayed yeah, we've been exploring this on the podcast this entire month of how do you define yourself? Like for me, am I the retirement answer man, you know, financial advisor, or am I a guy who loves to teach and and be creative and create community? Identifying myself that way rather than the labels is probably a healthier way because then I can express that different ways, right? Yeah. Uh, it's not dependent on me having a profession of some sort. I like this idea of uh, defining yourself. I mean, based on what we just talked about, about the regrets on people's deathbed, but even, even before that, I mean, I don't want to define myself just so I don't have a regret, but I want to define myself. So I have these clear parameters for my daily living of who I am and who I'm not. I mean, it's, it's not for other people, Roger. I think it's for me. Oh, totally. Totally. Let's use you as an example. Let's say, you know, I'm sure you identify yourself as a podcast superstar, but yeah, superstar it, mostly podcast. I don't know. But even like, let's assume you couldn't speak again, you, you know, identifying yourself as a podcaster, all of a sudden you have an identity crisis. Whereas if you identify yourself, I'm this creative, goofy guy that likes to serve people and entertain, even if you lost your voice and it wasn't podcasting, you would still be healthy from an identity standpoint anyway. Yeah. But, but, but then I wonder about that too. Like that then is it wrong to identify myself as a podcaster or a speaker because that's taken away from me, you know, but what if it's the number one thing I like to do? I mean, why not lay that on the line? You could be the first sign language podcaster. I I, I very well could be. Could you see that? Just a silent podcast. Or video. Absolutely. It would work great. Right. I I think Andrew Luck, it's, it's a big boy decision. Hopefully it's because he has his priorities right. I mean, we read stories about like Earl Campbell and others who can't walk almost. I love this idea of looking at players to your point on, on Earl Campbell. Um, 
I love this idea of looking at people who've gone before you, whether it's retirement from your job or retirement from whatever it might be. Uh, we do the show live in front of a Facebook audience, and they finally got Chatty Roger. We've got some Uh-oh. great chatter going on. We've got James here. Kelly's hanging out with us. First time in a long time. Welcome back, Kelly. Uh, Sandy is here. Tom is here. Michelle and Kevin Bailey are here. John is here from Honduras. Uh, if you want to hang out with us while we make the show, head to uh, facebook.com forward slash iStackBenjamins. Uh, but James has a great point here. He says it probably helped Andrew Luck with several former players now openly talking about how bad their lives are with brain issues. Former fullback just earlier this week talking on Twitter about how he can't sleep, he can't think clearly, etc. Like the fact that he can see where this is headed. The reason he's retiring for people that don't know is because he's had some fairly serious injuries lately. And so to get off that train, um, seeing what people have done before him, I think is, uh, is a pretty smart move. Oh, that's a great point, right? Cause you, with the movie concussion and you know, back and plus players of this generation like him, they have options because they're financially independent, assuming they did the basics right whereas back in the 70s you look at uh, terry bradshaw at the time they, were, they didn't make much money and there wasn't much out there for them so yeah that's a great that's an excellent point about the players speaking out about you know what their life is like yeah yeah and uh man i think that helps a ton well two three things i think it helps the nfl create better safety uh, things for the players, uh, new rules and new take into account safety concerns. Number two, it helps players like Andrew Luck, and and of course, uh, number three, it builds awareness to some of these some of these problems that are out there. Kathy says a great point: your your health is worth more than five hundred million dollars, and I think we'll leave it there. In just a second, Roger and I are going to have your takeaway for today. The big point about this. Roger's like, really? I have to have a big point? Oh, no. Uh, But while Roger's thinking about that, I want to talk to you a little bit about M1 Finance because it's what I use for my IRA. Cheryl, my spouse, also uses it for hers. I like M1 Finance and ask them to sponsor the show because of the fact that it is uh, based much more on financial planning than on stock jock stuff. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with platforms like Robinhood where you can trade for free, but behaviorally, I think platforms like that encourage people to trade more often. M1 Finance allows you to build a diversified pie of investments. And don't get afraid because if you're not sure what pie you need, they have professionally developed pies already waiting for you that you can just jump into. And what the pie means is let's say that it's 50% large company stocks, 20% small company stocks, 30% bonds. I'm not saying that's a good or bad allocation, but just hang with me here. Uh, Over time, those three different asset classes move a little differently. You might have three different exchange traded funds in those areas. And if one area does better than another, the key to your success over time is rebalancing. And what I love that M1 Finance does is because you work in percentages, whenever you add money or whenever you push a button, it automatically goes back to those percentages. So you press the easy button, it rebalances your portfolio, meaning you get right back on those percentages. You do that a couple times a year. You stay in wide market ETFs. Great way to invest. And M1 makes it super easy for you with incredibly incredibly low fees, including free for all of those trades. So 
If you'd like to check it out, kick the tires on it, head to stackybenjamins.com forward slash M, the number one finance, and uh, that will tell them that we sent you and you'll help the podcast and also help yourself at the same time. All right, here we go. It is the moment of truth. Roger, you want to go first? Awesome. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. I found it while you're talking. Bring it. My big, my big takeaway is regardless of the money, identify yourself independent from your position or your job, and you're going to be in a better position to not have an identity crisis and feel comfortable with how you express it. So for Andrew Luck, hopefully he has done that and he can express his talents as a quarterback, but maybe he can do it as a active daddy too without an identity crisis. So I think it's important how we label ourselves. I, I think that's hugely important. And I'm going to just dovetail right off of that, Roger. My takeaway from this is don't let FOMO run your life. I feel like we spend so much time being worried about what other people think that I might miss out on the next great thing. If you first start off with your goals and as uh, Mr. Covey says in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, you guide yourself using that th those principles uh, that you've built for yourself instead of, I got to do this thing that I think everybody else wants. I mean, this is so prevalent. Uh, Mr. Ursay here, the owner of the Colts is using it on Andrew Luck. You're missing out on $500 million, dude. We need you to stay around. Andrew Luck could easily say, well, $500 million. Okay. I'm going to keep doing that, but is it really worth it? And luckily it looks like Andrew has uh, defined himself better than that. And I think that's my takeaway. Don't let FOMO rule the day, Roger. Amen, brother. That's going to do it for today. Roger, thanks for being our, our podcast booty call today. <laughs> Always, buddy. We didn't define that for everybody. Roger very uh, nobly stepped in here at the last second to be our surprise guest. But I knew when it came to football, Roger was Roger was a man. What's happening at the Retirement Answer Man? Well, in all of August, we actually had about who are you in retirement and that identity discussion. So obviously it was top of mind with me. And we've had some great guests, Skip Pritchard and others, talking about how to make that transition mentally so you can rock retirement so that's what we've been doing all month of august nice and i heard a rumor saying that you may be working on a new book at besides your very uh popular best-selling or rock your retirement book uh yeah it's going to be about agile financial planning the new i think this is where financial planning is going about using the agile methodology to have lots of little conversations I, I love that taking business terminology that a lot of uh, your fans use and using it in the financial planning process. Yeah, I think it's a, a much healthier way that, <laughs> for the for the clients and also for the advisors. So we'll see. I agree. Well, thanks for hanging out. And by the way, we'll link to all of Roger's stuff in the Retirement Answer Man at uh, moneywithfriendspodcast.com and moneywithfriends.net. Roger, everybody hanging out with us today, everybody listening, thanks a lot for playing. We'll see you next time back here at Money With Friends. This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Cihai and Bobby Rebell and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2019. Our engineer is Caden Thompson. And for a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. 
You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other video or podcast without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with a real episode of Money with Friends.